Well, we're consistently inconsistent. <laughs> I wish somebody loved me as much as you love Fruit Punch Food. Can I edit my list? <laughs> I had a salad yesterday. Oh. It was good. That's good. Reflect, Where from? Okay. Proud of you, Chad. Uh, from uh, Brew House. It's cool that after, you know, six years or whatever that you guys stuck it out, you know, you really cared about the name that much. I got to tell you, here at Sonder, what we would have done... Feels like NASA's going to have a problem with this. Uh, let's pick a new name. One of my favorite things you've ever said, Danny, is that Friday is a feeling. Yep. Uh, it's like vacation is a feeling. I on me. If you're worried about the dirt and the grime, the germs, whatever it may be, on the outside of your lime, stay home, man. It's been a minute. We're back on the mics. We're back. It's been a minute or seven, and uh, we have our, our favorite recurring guest with us. I did call him a host in the text message today. Oh, you fan. did. Were you intentional about that, or was oh, that an yeah. accident? Yeah. Big honor. How'd that, how'd that feel for you, Chad? <laughs> I mean, I'm walking on clouds. <laughs> it really just changed the Mama. whole trajectory of your day. Mama, I made it. <laughs> <laughs> You're, you get to be a co-host on Sonder Stories. Though. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No longer recurring guest. Yeah. Uh, but congratulations now. That means you can't miss anymore. So oh. you just walked yourself into a really cool corner there. <sighs> Heavy lies the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> what, is, what? What? Is, what did you just say? Heavy lies the crowd. Is that a phrase I've never heard of? You've never heard it either? Mm-mm. Same. Yeah, like the, cr- the crown is heavy. Oh, I thought you said crowd. Crown. I've, I have heard the crown is heavy. That's like a Game of Thrones type yeah. thing. Yeah. I didn't watch Game of Thrones. Is that yeah. just from Game of Thrones, or is no, that like a Man About Town thing? It's a Man About Town thing. But, but, I, but I just don't know it? Yeah. Maybe I'm just not cultured enough. You're not about town enough. That's true. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm lacking the about townness. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. a tough hit. Uh, hey, so this is, this is um, interesting that we're recording today. Mm-hmm. Uh, Liz and I had a drive back yesterday from Chicago. And we decided to throw on a couple of podcasts. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I'm obviously an avid podcast listener, w- mm-hmm. given that we have this. And it's just something I enjoy. And I got about 10 minutes through a podcast. I won't name what the podcast was. Um, I will say it is something that I believe both of you listen to as well. Okay. And she said, she said, yeah, I'm bored of this. And, I, and it was not a sports podcast. I mean, it's a sports podcast, but not a sports podcast. You tracking? Okay. Um, not really, actually. And, and she goes, there's just too many inside jokes. Mm. Oh, yeah. So it really made me think, hey, uh, when we record a show, we should keep the inside jokes there, but, but not dominate them. Yeah. Um, which is a little less fun. So I don't really know if we want to do that or not. How so many, so uh, you opened up with an inside <laughs> joke about me uh, being a recurring guest or a co-host. How many like inside jokes do we really have that don't make sense, though? <laughs> I don't really know, but it was just interesting, right? I, yeah. guess, I guess I'd like to hear from our listeners, maybe. You know, send Danny an email. Mm-hmm. Contact us at Uh Is our show too inside jokey? 
Maybe. Like, is it one of those things where, like, you can't come in the middle of Mad Men because you didn't watch the first six seasons? Yeah, I guess you gotta and know then the, you're lost. You got to know the bits, right? But Friends, like, you could jump in Friends whenever you want and you get it, right? Yeah. Yeah, I guess to, to your point with, like, using a sitcom as an example, you can watch a standalone episode and, like, understand what's going on. But yeah. you enjoy it way more if you understand the previous episodes because there are some lingering jokes, but then it's, like, the relationships and stuff like that. So, yeah, I guess I wouldn't mind being a sitcom as type show where like you can come in and enjoy a single episode and not feel like you're missing anything but if there's like themes throughout I'm like alright with that too yeah it was just interesting so anyway I, I didn't I mean I don't know if it was if it's poignant if that was just a Liz thing if our show even applies to that I'm not sure it was just interesting yeah that's fair it was just an interesting comment uh, but today we really have no agenda yeah we just really wanted to get back on the mics we're gonna have you know regular content here coming back soon get some scheduled guests back on um, it was just a crazy, like, start to the year as far as... Um, well, for a lot of reasons. Yeah, we were at home a lot more. We were busy. just didn't really work out. But we'll be back on the mics once a week-ish moving forward. We're back to being uh, in-house mm-hmm. more. Which uh, is great. It certainly is. I uh, did not enjoy working from home. No, yeah, it's, uh, it's something I could never do fully. Yeah. Um, it, I, in, I enjoy it if I have to, like, sequester in to get a project done it's nice like every once in a while like maybe even like once a week is like a good amount but like every day is just so exhausting yeah and and and, you know for us here it's like it's like anything you know all in moderation i suppose but uh not having dedicated office space here can sometimes be frustrating but Mm -hmm. ultimately i think it's what brings our company together right uh culturally you know it's just you're just always kind of coming and going with somebody i've actually thought about that maybe not the conversation we thought about having on this podcast but like if we were to ever move to an office would we have actual offices uh i'm not i guess i'm not really sure i would be a proponent for open airspace like we have but then having conference or meeting rooms yeah you would have to have those i mean that's yeah. a big thing that we're lacking here but yeah. yeah i mean we don't have a room where you can have a tough conversation or yeah. a private conversation right no like, not at all i was thinking about this the other day it's like i've we've been at home for the last call it six weeks or whatever mm-hmm. um as much as we can if our jobs allow for it just because of covid and just trying to be safe and protecting our production team and our bartenders and guests and whatever right and <laughs> we came back last week and legitimately the very first day that, that I was back and I, I had moved my home office back to here and my stuff is here, legitimately the first day back, I had like a three-hour conversation that needed to be very, very private. <laughs> and I was walking around the entire brewery just like, <laughs> and it, like we were open. So in the tap room, I was sitting at a table yeah. and a guest would get close and I'd have to get up and leave. I was actually like internally laughing at you during that whole experience because I was like guest bartending for an hour. They had a... Um, like a taproom manager's meeting. So I just, you know, I, I always tell Jess I can fill in whenever they need me to pour a couple beers. Uh, and I think it was like 45 minutes to an hour. I was just down there pouring beers in the middle of the day. And you were like moving tables and like we're outside for a little bit. I yeah. was like, what is this dude doing? It's because it was a very, very needed private conversation. I just assume that you're a wanderer. Well, I am. Like when you're on the phone, like a pacer, that's what I do. I am, but this particular thing needed to be me and the other people on the other end, and that was it. And uh, it, it, was, it was tough to have, and it was like at that moment that I realized more than ever how much we don't have private conversation space here. Right. It's like we can't, we can't interview somebody for a job without somebody going like, huh, what position are we hiring for? Right. 
the, the, fo- the yeah. folks that have never been upstairs in the Sounder Brewing office space, it's literally just an open room with desks. With desks. And right. a podcast studio. And a podcast studio. And a coffee yeah. roaster. Yeah. And a ping pong table. Yeah. Which, by the way, the coffee roaster is going on right now. I don't think it's too loud. I'll get most of it out in post, but just bear with us on this one. Yep. Uh, but anyway, I just, I, <laughs> just uh, I found that really funny. That's like, I like haven't had a conversation. Have been home that day. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, a day I should have been home, but just, I wanted to be back here, right? What's uh, what's the beer we've released over the last, we'll say, two months that's the most exciting for you guys? Uh, Chad, do you have an answer first? Um, I'll say Broby. Ooh. Why? Uh, I love the style, and I like this. I love the story, like, you know, with, with, Ben's, with Ben's history. Yeah. The label with the fire, the fire hydrant and, like, that – that double story there. It almost uh, is kind of like a if you know, you know type situation. Yeah, and it's more inside jokes. Yeah. Sorry, Liz. That's, yeah. not even, that's not even like an inside joke. That's like an <laughs> industry thing that I don't think we're allowed to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think he talked about it on his podcast, so if you're interested, and right. I would definitely recommend because that was a good podcast. Right. Go back and li- listen to Ben Ramsey's episode. Uh, right. But then also the double play on it that when you guys, I believe this is correct, when you guys purchased the property here, the only thing that was on the land was a fire hydrant. That's a fact. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So that's really cool. Yeah. And is, isn't that what the Sonder record hop is in the doorway? Did they move the fire hydrant? Where the fire hydrant was? I have no idea. What is the That signifies something, right? When you come through the vestibule, there's the gold Sonder record hop on the floor. Yeah, that's right where the fire hydrant was. Okay, yeah. I thought yeah. it was something. Yeah, pretty much like right on the site of our land. Yeah. It was right there, and which then it was just crazy. And then it was moved when, once you guys started. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty wild. And um, it's a great beer. It's a fantastic beer. Yeah, uh, I have sh- shocker. I'm I'm sure you have seven. I have a few. Justin's like I like all of them. Yeah, <laughs> Justin's like the worst politician of all time. Yeah, <laughs> plays all of the sides. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I'll go after you, Danny. What about you? Uh, man, I've really been getting into like volume seven. Okay. Um, I think I'll always be a hophead at heart. Um, you know, I think traditionally that's like what got me into craft beer. Um, was going from light beer to enjoying hops. Um, I kind of strayed away from it a little bit. Um, you know, since starting here, I've really liked a lot of our wheat beers, um, some of our darker beers, but uh, I'm drinking a lot of Volume 7 right now. It's a really cool collaboration with Yakima Chief Hops, so it's exploratory hops that are really, really cool. Um, yeah, I really, really like it. It's actually what the picture of beer we're drinking on this one is, but I also snagged a war just because... I'll always be a hop head at heart, but I will truly always be a pale ale guy. And lore is, is hoppy. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's muted, but it's, mm-hmm. it's hoppy. It's um, so good. It's, it's, like, really fruity. Like, in a... But yeah. Like, it's, like, the most fruity you can get as far as an IPA goes. It's delicious. Yeah. Uh, mine's Bach, William Goat. I love oh, that yeah. beer. Take on it. I love how much that beer... Justin. <laughs> that beer flies. It flies, but it flies under the radar. Yeah. Which is wild to me. It's this year, so interesting. This I think, year, I think, is so, like, not so different. There's, like, there's a like, little bit uh, less sharpness at the end. And I don't know why, um, but it is so drinkable. Yeah. It's alarmingly drinkable. Yeah. We, we're trying to, uh, this is one of my favorite stories that's happened in a while, but we had an email thread going on. It was, it was Chase, Luke, and I. Chase was asking, what beers do we want to send to the World Beer Cup? Mm-hmm. And we have this whole list of stuff that he's curated and great conversation. It's really cool to be on those between Luke and Chase because they're talking through the technical side of it and 
why this beer w- should or will place well and all this stuff. And we have it all mapped out. It's a, it's a conversation that's been going for well over a month. And <laughs> we have it finalized. We think everything's all good to go. And then I get an email from, from Chase on Friday that says, I'm drinking a goat. Perhaps we should send this one. As soon as we what think time we is that a, email? Uh, I don't know, like 6 o'clock. Oh, damn it. I was really hoping it was like an 11 p.m. email. Yeah. <laughs> it was, it's like once you think you have it locked in, it just changes. I mean, and that's, that's such a testimony to our production team is, yeah. is just once you think you, you've had – in your mind, like, these are the five best beers we're going to send. It's like, uh, what about this one? And we do it all the time. It's, it it's, really is a delicious beer. I don't drink enough of it, um, but it is really, really tasty. It's always one that when I, I feel like if, if you were to look down, like if I had an Excel spreadsheet of beers I consumed throughout the year, that would probably be in my top five, but I would never automatically think in my mind, mm. man, I drink a lot of Bach beer. I know John Harold. I'm hoping he's had it. I'm assuming he's had it. Uh, but I know it's a beer he would like, so when we go up for winter warmer, I'm going to take him a six-pack or two. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, and that doesn't surprise me. He likes ambers and brown ales as yeah, well, he's, right? Yeah, he's, so. he's a multi-guy. Malt-forward guy, yeah. 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 Um, he's very stoked that uh, Great Lakes Conway's Ale is out right now. Oh, yeah? He, like, he like for like a week is bummed that Christmas Ale is out, and then he remembers that that means that Conway's comes out, <laughs> so he's, like, excited again. <laughs> That's his like one of his favorite beers of all time. Conway's is. Yeah, he loves it. Yeah, I remember. I remember you tell me that, and he actually either you or he, one of the two of you, bought me a, oh, a six did. pack of that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's it's like it's like a lot of their beers, right? Just a very well made classic. Oh style. yeah. I mean, they've been brewing that one for twenty years now. Right. Minimum twenty years. Right. Um, talk about having a recipe down like. That one, I'm sure, hasn't changed a lick in the last 20 years. You, probably not, yeah. Like, when it's not broken, don't fix it. Yeah. So there's something else going on in the city right now. Mm-hmm. That, uh, obviously, we, we talk about beer here, but uh, unless you've been living under a rock, uh, you also know that... The Winter Olympics. The <laughs> Ooh! I do love curling. Okay, yeah. okay, we're going we're gonna to finish this episode with a game. We were watching curling at the, at the bar today when we were getting lunch. It was awesome. Yeah. We're, we're going to finish this episode with a game. Okay. okay. But uh, for now, let's jump into the Bengals, guys. Yeah. I mean, this is crazy, yeah. right? Unbelievable. Um, and I don't believe we're allowed to say Super Bowl or advertise Super Bowl, but NFL, if you have a problem with this. Are you sure not allowed to say Super Bowl? I don't know. I don't think so. You just you just let us know, NFL. I'll try not to say Super Bowl. Yeah, we won't say Super Bowl on the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hopefully, hopefully the NFL is listening to this. I'll right? keep Super Bowl out of the title. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, can I put it in parentheses? Does that take all of the... Talking about the like big, a, like talking a, about the big game, and then in parentheses, Super Bowl. Are you talking about the Super Bowl though? I am, is that yeah. the game you're talking about? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. this is all parody law anyway, so we're fine. <laughs> Do you even know what that means? No. <laughs> I knew you didn't. That's why I asked the question. I knew you had no idea. You were damn just... it. That's another thing Shad just said confidently, so I believed him. Yeah. Like, I'm telling you right now, smart man. people throw that out all the time. It's like all oh, parody law. Yeah. T- it's like franchise law within our industry. <laughs> so many people talk about it, and nobody knows what the heck it means. There's like three smart people that know what it means, and then everyone else just repeats what they say. Yeah. This is why we have really good attorneys. Like, we just trust them. The hey. thing is, my attorneys could be a lot like Chad. They could, in theory, they could just be feeding us bull crap, but they say it so confidently. We're all like, like, like Chase and I will have a conversation with them or, you know, Jen or whatever, and we'll be talking about something, and they'll say something, and we'll all be like, 
Oh, well, the attorney said it, so... Our brewers are the same way, by the way. Yeah. Like, like they can say anything to me, and I was like, yeah. Uh, totally. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Bengals are going to the Super Bowl. Yep. The big game, sorry. The, the big, big game. game. Uh, What's your official stance, by the way? Of what? Who are you rooting for? Oh, the Bengals, for sure. Okay. Uh, and we'll get into this in just a second here. Yeah. But uh, obviously, it's no secret to, to those listening. I grew up in Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. My family has season tickets to the Colts. Big Colts fan. However, um, I have lived here over a decade now. Uh, I just came up on 10 years, too. Nice. Uh, it'll, no, no, it'll, it'll be 10 years in August. So 2022, or 2012 was when you moved here. Yeah. Okay. Um, I believe we were 2011. Nice. Um, this is the longest place I've ever lived. Same. Yeah. Same I'm coming same up on me. 40. <laughs> <laughs> Your resident dad joke, just confident, <laughs> yeah. just just throwing it out there. Yep. Right. Um, the thing is, it, it, they're a fun team to root for. Yeah. Um, this team in particular, but also being in the city, living mm-hmm. here, um, my kids will likely own Bengals gear and root for them because they will have grown up here. Right. Yeah, as much fair. as I'm going to try to force them to be Colts fans. And I don't, I don't have any – it's not like Colts-Bengals is this giant rivalry. Like, I don't have to work through the emotional stuff like you do. Huge. We'll talk about in a second. Huge week four of the preseason rivalry between every the, single between year, the by Colts the way. and Bengals. Does that, I actually, remember does that actually happen? Every year. When really? It, every year. Uh, no, yeah, so well, when, they, when they had four preseason games, they were always – you would always do like a geographical one. Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. For the most – so I, the bank, or the Browns probably did the Bills, I would guess, like the – or Detroit, like, maybe something or like Pittsburgh. that. Yeah. Well, they went to Pittsburgh. Oh they, yeah, because that's that's in division. It's Detroit. Yeah, but like it was every year. It was the Colts Bengals. Interesting. I didn't know that. And, yeah. and I remember that the, makes sense. The, the year that the Bengals were really good, the year they had uh, Carson and Ocho Cinco 06. and all those guys. Yeah. Whatever year it was, the Colts were also good that year. And I remember, <laughs> I remember we played on like a primetime game that year. Okay. And they tried to like manufacture this rivalry they called it the battle of i-74 right? oh yeah and i'm like what are we doing like this is not a real rivalry <laughs> right right like for years and years the colts have been bottom feeders they were good when they drafted peyton for years and years the bengals have been bottom like what are we doing guys you can't manufacture a rivalry yeah, you're, you're doing your best to build a narrative there which i'm fine with i understand it the yeah. media and everything else but Let's be honest. It's just not a rivalry. You can just say that these two teams are good. Yeah. <laughs> and they're it's also, a good game. And, they, and, and they, they're also within two hours of each exactly, other. Exactly. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. Which is fine. Yeah. But that, the probably, fact, that probably makes for an interesting crowd. You know, you get some people traveling sure. and stuff like that, which is great. Yep. But, but it's not a, like. Not a rivalry. Let's, yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, so, so it made it easy when we moved here for me to root for the Bengals when right. they're not playing the Colts. Yeah. Right. Like, it, it's fine. Um, I don't claim to be. Um, you know, a bandwagon Bengals fan. I'm rooting for them. I have orange and black gear now because we have a business here and because mm-hmm. I, I get to, I'm fortunate enough to get to go to games a fair amount. And so, yeah, I'm definitely rooting for them. Joe Burrow is easy to root for. Yeah. I feel like this Bengals team is easy to root for. For sure. Um, I've, I've developed uh, a little bit of a friendship with CJ Uzama. So that's been mm-hmm. um, fun. A lot of very likable people. And then you, we were even talking about it at lunch today. Like, a lot of very likable people, and then you know, <laughs> Chad was like, there. He was like, I don't know. You were you just brought up the fact that like calling Joe Burrow a hometown hero is a tad of a stretch. It's a stretch from national media. It makes sense. They're like, oh, he's from Ohio, so it's yeah. hometown. But Athens is not Cincinnati, right. right? Hubbard is the more appropriate hometown guy. Yep, 
And then the punter, I can't remember. His Kevin name. Huber. Kevin yeah. Huber, yep. Yeah. Like, there are true hometown guys on the team. And right. they're both very key players. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was really cool. Did you guys see, uh, I believe it was TJ Hushmanzada. Did you guys see the story? No. Uh, there Elite was, name, though. There, oh, yes. And the greatest uh, joke that got worn out forever, like TJ like Hushmanzada, championship. Yeah. Remember that, like, no. fantasy commercial when he couldn't pronounce his name? Oh, I know that was like a bit. I didn't know there was like a commercial. <laughs> yeah, though. it was like a fantasy football thing. Do you remember that, Chad? Oh, yeah. yeah. Danny was three. <laughs> I wasn't that young. <laughs> I was an active like football fan when TJ Hushmanzada was oh, playing. That's good. <laughs> there's also a clip. There's a clip also running around the internet right now of uh, Marshawn Lynch when he played for the Bills. Yep. And they were playing. I always forget that that happened. They were playing the Bengals, and he just kept saying, TJ Hushmazoo, and he's just <laughs> dying laughing, like cracking himself up every time he said his name. It's really funny. Was he, was he, wasn't Marshawn Lynch still in college? What UCLA, right? Uh, he West was, Virginia. He was West, West Virginia. Virginia. Was he still in college when he drove the? That was at West Virginia. Yeah, yeah. Was, dude. Yeah. The medic, the medical dude. golf cart, dude. The, the NFL needs more guys like Marshawn Lynch. Yeah, elite human. National yes. treasure. Yeah. National, yeah. National treasure. treasure. <laughs> Him and Betty White, and Betty White's gone. Rest in peace. We have to protect Marshawn Lynch with everything we have. <laughs> <laughs> we need to allocate all Betty White's resources to yes, Marshawn Lynch. 100%. <laughs> for those for those of you that that haven't watched it, go back. I'm sure it's on YouTube and watch the segment of Marshawn Lynch when he was on the Manning cast with the Manning brothers. Oh, so funny. yeah. It was if that didn't make you like Marshawn Lynch and and like appreciate him and and for what he is, then. I questioned some things because yeah. it was it was elite. You know, there's rumors that because uh, Amazon's going to be streaming more and more football games. Yeah, it's a streaming platform, so you don't have to be as correct as you do on. Uh, yeah, we'll yeah, call yeah, yeah. cable. Um, there's rumors that they're going to go after Marshawn to be somebody that like on their one of their broadcast team. If Pat McAfee's not the guy doing that, then then Amazon has messed up. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to say it. I'm with you. I'm going to say it. I yeah. mean, it. Yeah. Yeah, the fact that ESPN didn't throw the bag at him to do that is is laughable. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's not mainstream. Yeah, well, and and he's a wild card, right? And they don't like that. That's the not being mainstream part. To yeah. agree with you, but um, so yeah, my stance is absolutely rooting hard for the for the Bengals. Um, I will, um, you know, throw some imaginary coin uh, dollars probably at some fun prop bets because mm-hmm. um, why wouldn't you? Yeah. Um, not real money, of course. Right, um, never. Couldn't do that, but um, some imaginary Hopefully stuff. Hopefully soon, though, but yeah. Yes. Uh, Chad is obviously running around his house naked if they win. We understand his stance on it. He grew up here, has lived here for his entire, you know, 16 years of life. Yep. Chad and I embraced when. We did. <laughs> we, we had a moment. We had a, we had a bromant. <laughs> I'm here for that. Never heard that, but tech on it. Uh, Danny, what's your stance? D- uh, my, my Browns fan. My official PR stance is that I will be happy for my Bengals friends if they win. But what's your actual stance amongst family on the podcast? Uh, I have hedged emotionally, so I have wagered fake money on the Bengals. So I'm rooting for them to win. You responsibly wagered fake money. Yes, yeah. responsibly fake, wagered fake money yeah. on the Bengals. Um, and then if they lose, I won't be sad. I but think that's fair. but but I will be very happy for my Bengals friends if they win. Uh, I will be rooting for the Bengals during the game. Um, yeah. What do you do for the game, the Super Bowl? Uh, normally, just watch with friends. Uh, my college roommates and I had this really fun game where we would uh, wager shots on 
like prop bets. Okay. So like I would, we would do a snake draft. I did this with you, by the way, in yeah. Florida a couple of years ago. It's really fun. Uh, you like wager, so you do a snake draft. It's like, all right, I have the first pick. It's like, all right, I choose heads. So if heads wins, you guys take a shot. If tails wins, I take a shot. You can just go around and pick random prop bets. So you can do like player props, like uh, J- Jamar Chase over eighty yards, whatever. Hammer that, by the way. Hammer yeah. your fake coins at that one. Um, like we liked, we liked doing the like fun stuff. So like how long the national anthem was, the coin flip. Uh, what color the Gatorade is in the bath orange. afterwards. Yeah, orange. Yeah. Um, That's stuff what you're like going that. with, huh? You're going with orange Gatorade? Going with orange Gatorade. So that was really yeah. fun. We would, and, you know, this was uh, like three or four years ago now, um, but two two of my friends and I lived together in Nord for three years, and for those three years, we would just take, so like one of us would do, Brian, would tip, Brian was the better cook, so he would do an entree for us, uh, and then one of us, Justin or I, would do um, a dessert, and one would do, like, appetizers. Yeah. Um, so that was fun. And then just kind of, like, have a night. It was cool. Are you going to watch with Chad and I this year? Yeah. You are? Yeah. He's coming up to South Columbus. I'm making the trip to South Columbus. You can yeah. crash at my place if you want, so yeah. that way we can do the shop back game and you don't have to go home. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to be late on Monday. Let's go. <laughs> I'll just bring all my work stuff. Yes. Seriously. Yeah. Let's uh, go. <laughs> so a question for you. You don't have to – hey, Chad, I, I, I say this to my children as well. Yeah. You don't have to tell me that you're going to ask me a question. No. Or ask me if you can ask me just, a question. I'm just segueing into the next question. <laughs> um, trying to be a co-host here. <laughs> well, you're acting like a guest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, what's, the, what's the, like, stereotypical quote? It's like you got to dress for the job that you want or whatever. Yeah, dress for the job you want, not the job you have. Yeah, but I showed up to work every day in a baseball uniform, and I never made it anywhere. <laughs> So uh, what's, what's your, your what's your go to Super Bowl party snack? Uh, I mean, I'm just a uh, traditional white dude, and I really like buffalo chicken dip. Yeah, there sounds about right. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's there's nothing wrong. Everyone with that. claims to have the best buffalo chicken dip. They do, even though everyone won't follows the same recipe that pops up on for, on Google first. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> have you guys ever heard that bit? No, but it's true. Yeah. No, but it's very true. <laughs> everyone like always claims it's like, man, I got a world class buffalo chicken dip. I was like, yeah, dude, we all make the same oh, one. What is yeah, it, we all found it on allrecipes.com. <laughs> yeah. What is it, Frank's, a brick of cream cheese, some chicken, and uh, ranch? Yeah. I don't know. I don't make it because exactly what Danny just said. I know there's going to be four different people who made it at the party yeah. I was going to yeah. be at, so I don't bother. Brooke, I actually, Brooke I, makes it at our house because like, most of the dips I make she doesn't like, but she likes that one, so mm-hmm. she'll make it. But it's like we have it on a recipe card in our little recipe box, and it's like, it's literally the same recipe that you're going to Google when you search for buffalo chicken dip. At my at my old job, we used to do like it was like it was a certain increment of time. I don't remember what it was. It was probably like once a month or something. We would just do like uh, like everyone brings in food type thing. Yeah, it's like some people do appetizers. And yeah, a little potluck. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jump did a great job of staying on top of that. We had a big team, so I think it was like because it was like her and then her counterpart and their team. So it was like maybe like 35, 40 people. Um, maybe not that many, like thirty ish. <laughs> We would all bring in food, um, and like I'm the I was easily the worst cook in the group. Easily, like I did the least amount of cooking. I like didn't have a family or anything, um, so I was like, "Hey, I'll just do buffalo chicken dip." And then like everyone loved my buffalo chicken dip, and I, I literally just tell them it's the first thing that pops up on Google. I'm not even hiding it. Like I literally did one thing. I added chives to it, and people Whoa. were like, "That makes all the difference." You really chefed it yeah, up. Yeah, I was like, "Man, yeah. I really like good for yeah, you." I bud. really did my own recipe here, yeah. y'all. But. Well, what's yours, Chad? So my family calls it hanky panky, but it's like everywhere, yeah. right? So it's uh, 
it's like cream cheese, rotel, and uh, breakfast sausage cooked together, and then like just thrown into delicious for a dip. Delicious. Sub out breakfast sausage and put in getta. Ooh, I'm here for that. You had me at getta. Yeah. I mean, say less. Yeah. It doesn't Weird. even matter if it's got getta in it. I'll yeah. Eat so it. I'm. So obviously, you talk about. I'm. I'm having some people over for the game. I'm trying to do all Cincinnati inspired foods. I'm gonna try, which and win- limits me to like three things. Yep. But I'm, I'm trying to get really creative. I'm gonna it. try and win back some Cincinnati listeners here. Um, I didn't grow up in Cincinnati. I have been here for about ten years now. I will say I am here for literally all of the Cincinnati food things. Yeah, Skyline. I joke that Skyline adopted me because the running bit is that like if you didn't grow up here, you probably don't like Skyline. I love Skyline. They're like three four times a month. Um, Getta, sign me up. Love Getta. Yep. Graders. Um, what's some other Cincinnati stuff? Uh, La Rosa's pizza. Uh, okay, La Rosa's. I like. I like it's fine the, football pizza. When you I gotta like, get a lot of pizza. Yes. It's fine. I like the Rondos are a regular order for me. Yeah, Rondos. I, are I love. What's that? I don't even know. What it's that is. a. It's like a cinnamon roll, but it's uh, pizza dough and then sauce and then cheese and pepperoni, in like a cinnamon roll format. Yeah, it's like a little twisty. It, it legitimately. It legitimately might be the best pizza app. It's a fancy pizza roll. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. life changing. Yeah, they're like six bucks for like six of them too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Grippo's potato chips. Love Grippo's. Yeah, bought up. a huge box of barbecue Grippo chips yep. for this week. Those are money. Uh, so low key spicy. Yeah. yeah. Good, you know you can buy the powder, kick. like the powder, and put it on stuff like a seasoning. I Ooh. didn't know that, but yeah. that's awesome. I would do that. Um, so I'm planning on getting Buskin glazed donuts. Oh, love Buskin. And then having black raspberry chip graters ice cream and making black raspberry chip Buskin donut sundays <laughs> at the game. <laughs> I'm so happy I'm coming over. Yeah. <laughs> is that a thing that I just never knew about, or did I, you just make up? No, I just, that I just made a menu of like all Cincinnati things, um, which is really limited because there's not a ton that we're known for, like Skyline Dip. That was a good amount of stuff, though. Yeah, like I'm gonna do. I'll do Skyline Dip. I, dude, I grew up in Indy, and Indy doesn't have that many things that are Indy based. Yeah, what the, I mean, what, Cleveland doesn't really either. Yeah, what I laugh about Indy is like, and listen, it's delicious, but like. Watch it right now. No. <laughs> What's really Careful. funny. No. We have a fair amount of listeners in Indianapolis right now. No, I love it. It's delicious. Okay. But shrimp cocktail. Bro, what are you trying to say right now? Nothing. It's just funny that Indy, which probably couldn't be further f- from any ocean that actually has. <laughs> it literally might be the furthest spot in the country from an Very ocean. Landlocked. Yeah. Very landlocked. Very <laughs> landlocked. Not a lot of shrimps. <laughs> No, we're not known for the we're not known for the shrimp. We're just known for, for the, the Saint Elmo's cocktail sauce. Correct. Yeah. And by the way, that stuff bangs. Yeah. It, it is so good. It bangs. Cleveland's like my dad's gonna kill me for this, but like I don't even like pierogies. Polish boys. We talked Rubens. about Rubens. Yeah. yeah. But you didn't even know what a Polish boy was when we talked about it. No, but it's not just really. like I grew up on the west side of town, though. That's more of an east side. It's thing. just this like mess of a sandwich. I grew with up in fries like, and barbecue sauce and a smoked sausage. That's and a whole I've, I've, I've yeah. had that before. I didn't know that was the name. Oh, okay. Um, but I grew up with like a bunch of Irish people. Yeah. Yeah. So just cabbage. A lot of redheads running around. Yeah. Potatoes. Yeah. All the potatoes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna quickly skate right by that one because I have a lot of jokes I could make there that I'm yeah. not gonna do. <laughs> But that is one of my favorite parts about a Super Bowl party. But I've never it's like ex- catering to your town. Well, I've never ex- oh just being with all the food. Yeah, right. Because everyone, I hang out with Bengals fans for parties, and they're usually over by halftime because the Bengals are in it. Nobody cares about who wins mm-hmm. a Patriots Chiefs or not Patriots Chiefs, but like a Patriots Rams Super Bowl. No one's going to care in Cincinnati, right? We're just well. There was one for a while when they were pretty good. One of our friends rooted for the Patriots when they were pretty good. Yeah, but now he's a Bengals fan. Yeah, now he's back to being a Bengals fan. (laughs) Um, Huff's catching strays over there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we love him, but 
He knows what's happening. So this is this is you know uncharted territory for a lot of us with uh, yeah. actually having an interest in the game. So the best part's always the food of a Super Bowl, mm-hmm. and or the halftime show, depending on who's performing. This year's I'm pretty excited about this year. I'll elite. be honest, this is probably my marketing showing in me, but like I love the commercials. Yeah, like I try and find lulls in the actual game to go to the bathroom, so I don't miss the commercials. That's fair. Yeah, I like the commercials as well. I like the buildup of them. Um, I actually enjoy the conversation after the Super Bowl about like what were the best commercials, like what were the funny ones, like et cetera. Like I always think that's really fun. So, do you like the ones that tell a story throughout the entire game? Yeah, those are where awesome. it's like seven actual commercials that are all pieced together. Yeah, I think like, hasn't like Budweiser done that in yeah, the past? Yeah, uh, it was up. Used to be like yeah, the best. Like Doritos always like has a home run commercial. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Like Pepsi does a good one. Uh, the Budweiser always kills it. AB and Bev always. What's fight. our commercial this year for the Super Bowl? Did right. we did we purchase? Well, the spot? Could, yeah, but I can't tell you what's happening. That would okay. be giving up inside info. Gotcha. They're Fair only, enough. They're Fair only enough. seven million dollars per thirty seconds. So yeah. Chump change. <laughs> yeah, I mean, sell a lot of beer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going to need you not to watch the Super Bowl this year. I'm going to need you out selling. <laughs> Sorry, now I'm committed to being on this podcast once a week, so I don't have as much time to be out selling beer. <laughs> uh, I do a crockpot dip, usually, a cheese dip, that I have ironically, uh, or maybe this is coincidentally, you know, we should ask Alanis Morissette. She right. would probably know, but uh, over time, I have moved that into a skyline queso dip oh nice uh that used to just be you know the Velveeta cheese mm-hmm. using air quotes because we all know that's not cheese but mm-hmm. whatever it is that's a crock pot dip that i no add qualms ch- with me that it's not cheese. no it's delicious yeah. i add chili to it um and i've begun adding skyline chili to it. Mm-hmm. it it's so i do that a lot for the super bowl i'm a big big pig in a blanket guy yeah Ooh, same yeah big pig in a blanket guy. get behind those I uh, I like to to roll the croissant in everything seasoning, everything mm-hmm. bagel seasoning, so you have everything pig in a blankets, yeah, um, and cheese inside. Uh, and I will have, I will say, I do have a couple of beers from the cellar queued up. Yeah, one is a family tradition. Yeah, um, I also have another that is not a family tradition that I've been literally just trying to find the right reason to drink, and they will be on ice in case they win. In the event they win, and we will be cracking those. I can, and I I can have, add to those. I have victory cigars for everybody. Ooh. I've already purchased those. Ooh, nice. Can I look super cool like Joey B and when yeah. I smoke it? You know that his LSU cigar was his first cigar I ever smoked in his life? You, you know, it kind of looked like it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it did. <laughs> it did. And the, so No hate, but... And then his the second... This, Joe, if you're listening to this or you somehow get a hold of this, I thought you looked super cool, man. I thought you looked super cool. And you can come hang out at the brewery and we'll smoke cigars here with you whenever Joe you would want. admit it. Joe, did you guys see he that did. someone asked about like what type of cigars he likes? He's like, whatever people hand me. Yeah. Which is, which like, is the coolest answer yeah. of all he time. He said he just smokes cigars when he wins titles. Which it's is like, such a... Which is, so he smoked a cigar when they won the AFC North. <laughs> and, he's, and then he said, I hope I get to smoke one on Sunday. Yeah, he, by the way, he does not care if any of us think he looks cool smoking it. I wouldn't. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we'll have, we'll have some victory beers uh, when they win yeah. on Sunday. I did an exceptional job of adding to my cellar this year and a terrible job of drinking it. That feels like a constant theme for you. Man. I know. Danny, I'm the same. Like, I just, I don't find myself in enough scenarios to drink the bottles. Same, same. That's why I, that's why I look for Same here, like but that. the yeah. three of us are sitting here together, and we just don't plan our podcast well. We're just right. like, hey, we should podcast today. 
where we should start bringing in some of our cellar beer. That's a good idea. Yeah. Our, our podcast. Um, that would more take, than a hat rack up there, huh? Because the three of us are sitting here That would here take our podcast going, up a level, I think. I think Man, I wish the three of us had people to drink these beers with. <laughs> I think I think most of my cellar is like five different breweries, but then like 50% of my total cellar is like cellar. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I tried to open that font of floor a couple of weeks ago, and we never got to it. It's also true. Yeah. We had some, we had a, our, uh, our secret bottle share at the anniversary is always really fun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, true. like the speakeasy bottle share? Yeah. yeah. yeah that was, it was, was not it. even really a speakeasy after like an hour this year. Everyone just kind yeah, of... Yeah, it was, in fact, it was like in the tap room. <laughs> yeah. It was like outside well, no, it, on it, the patio. It, like, was, it, was near the ta- it was near the trailer. We were by yeah. the fire pits. <laughs> right. It was where, where the fire pits are. Where there's smoke, there's fire, you know what I mean? It was like... It started with me, Chad, and Mark just drinking cellared beer when we first opened. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I think Mark brought Blanton's again. <laughs> yeah, he did. He did. Mark just brings Blanton's everywhere. I love yeah. that. Will you consume beverages whilst watching the Waste Management Open prior to the game? 100%. So that so you'll be ready to go. Oh, yeah, I'll be ready to go. Danny, like, what time are you getting up here? Uh, I don't know. What time are you starting drinking? It's a fair question as well. That's up to the host, I suppose. So I'll get back to you on... Uh, <laughs> well, my son has a basketball This podcast g- comes out Wednesday. Chad's just... I mean. People are, like, Googling Chad Blount. Where does yeah. he live? You end up with, like, 48 people at your house. Right. That you didn't plan on. Yeah. Well, whatever. I mean, come on over. We'll have get a dip. Um, By the way, I, I'm not endorsing uh, everyone uh, stalking Chad and finding out where he lives. Please don't do that. That's creepy. We're kind of lame to hang out with anyway, so. That's true. That's a good point. Yeah. It's all inside jokes and talking about Sonder and stuff. Right. Um, I, uh, I don't even know what my weekend's looking like. I think Xavier plays Friday, so I likely don't have anything going on Saturday. Maybe I'll take Saturday off and just be ready to go Sunday. Jackson That's has what a, I'm doing. Jackson's yeah. got a game, and then after his game, I'll, time be I'll be there. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. We, we, we go to Jackson's I'm game kidding, I'm not Sunday. going to Jackson's game. <laughs> yeah. I mean, 12 to 4 is not a really thrilling basketball game to watch. Right. Are you yeah. coaching? No. I just yell from the stands. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, I think I'm coaching Voss's T-ball this year. Are you? Nice. I think. That'll be fun. I'm going to try to. Man, we're, we're deep in baseball season right now already, and it's, it's so much fun. I wish the MLB was deep in baseball season right now. Yeah, I bet a lot of the players do, too. I'm, I'm kind of bullish on them figuring it out. But I will say, speaking about T-ball, the next time Dad's up here, John Harold, you got to ask him about There's a lot of really good stories from my T-ball days. Oh, I love it. I, I had a bunch of, like, the stereotypical friends that, like, like my friend Alex – I'm definitely just blowing him up here, but he like he's like the stereotypical. He would like sit in right field, like cross legged, and just like put grass in his hat. Oh yeah, my brother was that guy. <laughs> yeah, yep. like just not a big sports dude, but yep. like was on the baseball team. It was really funny. Yep, my oh. brother was really good at football, and and when he tried to play baseball, just wasn't really interested. Real quick, I don't want to let this one go. Okay. Oh yeah, we got to play this game. We'll play the game, but before we play the game, okay. I, I got to get to this. You care, and you are nervous about it. Okay, I'm not. Well, I don't know. There's no shot. There's no shot that's real. Here's why. I gave up letting teams control my life and my emotions after Vontez Perfect and the Pittsburgh Steelers game. I was visibly and physically sick after that game. <laughs> and at that point, I let it go, and I said, I'm not letting a team control me anymore. I'm very happy that you come to that. Like, Xavier literally torched my Saturday on Saturday. Now, and... I am not at that point yet. And... This is a team that... There's like the house money aspect of this team. There's sure. very much the house money. Now, listen, I might end up running around the neighborhood in my birthday suit if they win. Sure, that could very well happen. I'm going to be so excited. Your dad will. 
he would do that anyway on just a dumb bet. <laughs> That's um, also true. But I am not going to – I will not be upset. Now, if they lose in some, like, terrible fashion, I'm going to be like, oh, I can't believe that happened. But, it, like, it's not going to ruin me if they lose. I be- Listen, that's not what I'm saying. I said nervous. I understand where you're I'm at. I'm not playing at a football game. I'm making get-a-dip and drinking. <laughs> I'm really good at both those things, and I'll and, execute And you them. have, like, a valid interest in the Super Bowl. I have no idea what that feels like. Yeah. My, on- my only comparable – Thought process is uh, when the Cavs in twenty well the Cavs were in the finals for four years but like the happiness of them winning in twenty sixteen I'll never forget that but the Cavs also rank quite low on my list of sports fandoms so yeah that's a fun have we done that conversation on the podcast which one are you kicking out yeah I think yeah we have. I think we have two yeah. I I understand what you're saying and I appreciate you being there I it took it took a similar situation for me to one day finally realize that's where I would be as well. However, it doesn't mean you're not nervous. It just means you're not going to let it ruin your day. Nervous is the wrong word. It's like just anxious and excited, yes. Okay, fine, fair. I'm probably interchanging those too much. I feel like anxious and nervous are are one and the same, but I understand what you're saying. Yeah. Nervous is like you're going in for a doctor's visit and you don't know what the doctor's going to say. Right. I get that. Um but you, there has to be like a I'm little... I'm pumped. I'm pumped. Yeah, and yeah. that's what I'm getting at, right? Because if you're explaining it like, oh, you're not going to care if they don't lose or if they don't win, then it's almost like it cheapens it if they do. And that's not fair because no, I that's saw not how pumped I'm, you are. Yeah, that's not what I'm saying. I'm not going to let it ruin the But next... those are two different things. Correct. Yeah. Those are two different things. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I might burn a couch, Right, like that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, I still man. might go that yes. far. Like, yes. excited? I'm not going to burn a couch, sweetheart. I will not burn our couches. I promise. If you're well, you, you're not burning your couch, but you might burn a couch. Yeah, it's got to be your couch. We did that once in college. It was fun. You burnt yeah, a couch. Yeah, we, we did bu- every year. It was a right. Our buddies, our buddies, our buddies. Literally, when when Xavier made the elite eight, literally like four people took a house out of a or a couch out of a house, put it in the middle of a street in Norwood, and like lit it on fire. It was awesome. <laughs> It was like black smoke, like miles away. That's so fantastic. It was awesome. That's so fantastic. It was like three degrees out too. Mm, love that. Couch kept us warm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Final game. Final game. Uh, we'll we'll wrap with this before we hit the last segment. The Olympics are on. If you had to go walk on to any of the Olympic sports, you were guaranteed a spot, and you had to compete. Oh, it's curling. It's winter cold. and summer. Uh, winter. I mean, isn't the only answer curling? I'm not saying curling isn't like they're. I'm. I'm not saying those people aren't insanely talented, but like comparatively. So on, 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 the, slide, on, the, on the on the sliding scale of like required athleticism for sports in the Winter Olympics, curling's low. It's certainly the one that it feels most likely that we wouldn't die. The running the running bit is that the the USA curling team looks like a bunch of dads like drinking. Yeah, yeah. but All Danny, right. I want to. I want to say something. We were uh, we had a snowed in situation this weekend with one of our delivery vans. Yep. And I saw Danny <laughs> dig down and push a van. My lats still hurt. I mostly think, because I hadn't used them in like ten years. But I think Danny could be on a four man bobsled team and just drive like get off the blocks and just drive. Like, you he certainly the has guy. the calves for it. Yeah, I mean. And I think you could just drive it. I think you could be that off the blocks, get a hard, uh, fast start on a four-man blob sit. I had a quick start at swimming. I believe it. Yeah. Yeah, I believe it. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, that – kind of forgetting that curling was a thing. 
Um, because all, so here's why I asked this question. I was watching the Olympics this weekend with Liz. And then last night we were watching it with our kids and I'm literally thinking to myself, every single one of these things, I feel like I would die. Yeah. I can't uh, do I mean, yes. there is, my answer is none. Well, no, so that's, much, but so that's many the fun part cur- is you have to pick one. Uh, curling kind of messes me up. It, it ruins the game. Take curling out. You have to do one of the other ones. Have you ever, like, pl- have you ever played the game where you like describe a sport poorly? So like it's the best with the Winter Olympics. Like there's like the like single man sleds. It's like you go down a hill in a sled, <laughs> and it's just like downplays the sport so badly. But it's like that's the most like those guys are going like forty miles an hour. No 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 no. It was way faster. It's, we calculated it. It's there was so one, dangerous. There was one dude clocked at eighty one miles per hour. They measure yeah. it in kilometers per hour, right? Right. Eighty. By the way, by the way, skeleton, you're going down face first. Yeah. Dude, come on. Crazy. What? I mean, that's nuts. Yeah. Snowboard, these, these dudes are doing oh. like 50,000 flips in the air and like coming down on their backs, like skiing. I mean, like, what are we talking about even here? Like the, uh, even just the like racing ones, like you're going so fast. So fast. And like the ice is like borderline, or the snow is borderline ice. Yeah. Yeah. That would be mine just because I have done that enough. Mm-hmm. It would be downhill skiing where you have to, like, hit the... I'm a solid skier. Yeah. It, like You're also one, very limited, so I just looked up the Olympic sports, and there aren't as many winter Olympic sports. As I know. No, it's a summer. much smaller slate than and the... And, like, uh, I can't ski. Well, I can't way, stand on ice. There's way less uh, team sports as well. Um, yeah. I'm in terrible shape, but the only thing that I'm decent at is I'm a decent shot, so I'm going to go with the biathlon. <laughs> Even though you have to cross country ski for like a million miles, yeah, I can at least shoot a gun. I'm a pretty good Everything, shot as well. If 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 curling's out, that's the only thing I have a shot at because you're not going down fast. You're just to your point, Justin. Mine's probably skiing as well. Basketball, I guess. That's a basketball that's a summer. summer. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the only like big team hockey. sport is hockey, I believe. <laughs> yeah, can't I skate. Can, I can skate. I was hoping but... broomball wasn't one, and I was like, <laughs> I could do broomball. <laughs> yeah, I can't skate. I can just, I I just have such an appreciation for these people. Oh yeah, watching this stuff, and I'm a big Olympics guy. It's the best. I love, I love it. it so yeah. much. There's there's like nothing worse than watching somebody on a run, like skiing or snowboarding or something, and they get down and they wipe out, and you're yeah. like, oh, you've trained for four years or yeah. your whole life for this. Yeah, and that just I always happened. felt that way when people fall started in swimming. Like, yeah. Yep. Yep. Because that's an auto DQ that sucks. Yep. It's the uh, worst. One of my favorite memories from college, it was our sophomore year, uh, the Winter Olympics were happening, and the USA-Russia game was on at 8 a.m. on a Tuesday, and all of my friends were over at 6 a.m. to yeah. start drinking. We were, like, hammered for the game on a Tuesday morning, Yep. and like, and we ended up winning, and it was the, uh, it was the TJ Oshie, uh, like, shootout game. Mm-hmm. So in the Olympics, they don't rotate after three so you just leave your best shootout guy out there. And, like, his whole thing afterwards was, like, I was, like, running out of moves. Right. Like, that's how many times he'd, like, go out there and try and score. It was so much fun to watch. Um, I also just, like, have a soft spot for Olympic hockey because Miracle's my favorite movie. Is it your favorite movie overall or favorite sports movie? It's, like, no doubt in my mind my favorite sports movie. Uh, I'd have to think about my favorite movie overall, but it's certainly up there. I think it's my second favorite sports movie behind Hoosiers. Money, ooh, Moneyball is a close second for me. Moneyball's really good. Yeah. Uh, but it's, I mean, it's in my top five as well. Sure. It's not close. Yeah, Hoosiers is, like, close to home for you. Exactly. Yeah, yep. I get it. That's it for me. Uh, all right, so what are you officially going with, Chad? You have to give an answer. Biathlon. 
That's so long to be skiing. So- <laughs> I think I, would, I can't. I can't go down a hill. And I, I can't think I would, ice. So my <laughs> options are very limited. I think They're I would rather limited. risk death and like the long ski jump. The long jump. <laughs> I would rather risk I'm death and get it over with quick than try to cross country ski the amount of time and distance that they have to do. I'll it. say it. There's they're probably equal in in like percent of chance that I die. <laughs> I'm saying like. <laughs> I, like, I'm not ruling out that either is more or less dangerous than the other. Listen, there's there's a really good chance that I'm just stuck in the wilderness, and thank goodness I have a gun to shoot something and eat it, right? Like, the, the, at least I have, like, something to keep me alive for a week while the search party's looking for me. Dude, when they do the long jump, the ski long it's jump. It's crazy. It's the craziest crap no ever. No way. Made. I'm not doing any of those things. Yeah. You know, I already know exactly how this would work out for me if I did the long jump and ski. My, my I'd go down the hill. I'd come up. I would chicken you, out you, you right away. <laughs> no, no, no. I'd be getting close, and I would chicken out, realizing the jump, and I would end up like sliding <laughs> sideways and then barrel rolling up the hill. My other favorite thing to think about um, after some beverages is like the inception of all of these things. Yeah, it's like, it's like who thought of this? Yeah, like curling. Who, yeah, who thought of that? Why did that? Why is that an Olympic sport? Even, it's even, Canadian cornhole. Even like. Yeah. Great, great point. Even like the mainstream sports that we love, like baseball, football, basketball, it's like, who thought of this? Seriously. Yeah. Football is the most lunacy one of all time. Let's make up this fake ball that looks like an oval and throw yeah, it around. Like a ball. Yeah. So weird. Hit the last second. <laughs> what are you listening to? What are you listening to? Is it a cover band in some college town bar where it's not on the guitar? Is it something to get you through? Chad, uh, newest permanent co-host. Yeah. Give us something. So I've had a joke since we, uh, we won the AFC championship that Welcome to the Jungle would be like a Christmas song for the next two weeks, and it has been. Anywhere you go, you're listening to it. Um, so I'm going to go with it, and I hope you close with it tonight. I can close with that. Yeah, is uh, Welcome to the Jungle. Danny? Uh, I found a new song the other day called Tom Holland uh, with, uh, like, two, uh, two like, uh, I don't want to call them rappers. Um, they're kind of like hip-hop artists, kind of, uh, but a really fun song. Tom Holland, like, it's named Tom Holland yeah, after Spider-Man or what? The actual, like, um, like album art is a, like, colored picture of Tom Holland, too. He's, like, a reference in the song. It's like uh, Tyler Hero with Jack Harlow. Kind of, yeah. yeah. It's or a like really good song. You guys will like, actually. Kobe with the fro. Uh, it kind of has that vibe to it. Yeah. yeah. Does it? Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going back to the country well here. It's been a minute, I think, since I did a country song. Um and I know it's uh, popular, apparently, to rip on Sondra stories because we talk about country music too much. Oh, is, is it? Yeah, apparently. Whatever. <laughs> uh, um, but uh, I cannot stop listening to Luke Combs doing this. Oh, it's so good. Um, and it's very relatable to me for whatever mm-hmm. reason. Like, it's just in my spirit. I know that if I, you know, it's like one of those things. If I wasn't doing this, I'd be doing this in a different form. So, mm-hmm. I... N- Love this song. We had we had this song. This is the first time. It's a reoccurring song. 
Is it? I, I, I figured, but no, I wasn't sure. But all three of us have chosen. But Danny and I had it on the same day. Yeah. On this show? Yeah. So yeah. this is like the song of Sonner's Stories. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize that. No, this that. is yeah. awesome. I'm not. Yeah. I'm it's a pointing, great song. Like, I'm pointing out that like this song, it's really cool because we all said along, along the same lines that if we weren't doing this, we'd be doing this. Yeah. And I think that song is just so poignant and just sings passion. Yeah. Agreed. Right? Agreed. It's so good. It says so many things without having to say so many things, right? Yeah. Which is, which I love. Um, My son added it to, so we have a baseball playlist that we just get, it's called baseball. We get it for like all of our sports events he listens to. He added it to his playlist. Yeah. Bella nice. loves it. Yeah. Like in the mornings when I take him to school, they always asked, like I always give them, you know, Bella, you picked the song this morning and like, and like every morning she picks that, like she starts with that. It's That's awesome. awesome. It's yeah. such a good song. She asked the other day if, if uh, I would take her to a Luke Combs concert. Yeah. And I was like, I probably need to go to one of those first and find out what kind of concert that is right. before I take her. I bet you they're not that bad because he's doing stadiums. I bet you it's like Hank Williams Jr. I bet it's rowdy. But he's not doing, um, he's not doing like the stereotypical, uh, like what's the big concert venue around here? I can't, I can't remember. Riverbend? Yeah, it's it's like Riverbend's a party. I think stadiums are a little bit more. Yeah, but like we went to Eric Church, right? We separately, we were both at the Eric Church concert and I wouldn't take a kid to an Eric Church concert. Yeah. I think you could take her and like sit in the stands. You don't have to be in GA. You can probably get away with it. Maybe. I told her if he comes to like a state fair or something, I would take her. <laughs> but like, uh, I don't know. I, at the at the time, now as it sits today, I could probably just pull up one of his concerts on YouTube and it would probably suffice for her. Maybe. But I mean, she just loves music. So it, I want to take her, but I'm just a little nervous about it. Yeah. And she's nine? Yeah. Yeah, nine's a tough age. It's, it's pretty early. You still, probably need like two or three more years. Yeah. I think we took Audrey when she was. She was about nine, actually. It was like two years ago uh, when we took her to see uh, Shawn Mendes. And that was yeah. her first concert. And that was okay, probably. I can't that imagine one... a Shawn Mendes concert getting like two rowdy. <laughs> no, there was seven dads there. I love, yeah. I love Shawn Mendes. It was great. Yeah. yeah. It was very loud and screechy. Yeah. Yeah. I can oh, see I that. can imagine that. Yeah. 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 All right, dudes. Uh, who day? Yeah, you guys are allowed Bengals. to say. It. You guys can say who day. I'll, we'll allow it this week. You guys are it allowed to say who felt, day. It felt. I don't. Weird. I don't feel like I need it to. Felt, it feels forced. <laughs> I, it does. I've said it twice. Yeah. Uh, both times it felt a little forced. I'm rooting. I'm rooting with you, and I will. I will be pumped for you if they win, and I will be. It sounds like probably more disappointed than you if they lose. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm excited. I'll for be you, rooting man. with you, Chad, right. and I'll yeah. be happy for you yeah. if they win. Uh, go Bengals, and cheers to you guys. Yeah. Cheers, cheers. Thanks for listening, guys.